It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What a game that was. The Oklahoma City Thunder get another win, this time over the New York Knicks on Sunday morning as SGA goes for almost 40 points. And Josh Giddy goes for a triple-double in his second game at Madison Square Garden, the second triple-double in MSG, joining Wilt Chamberlain as the only other player in the NBA history to have done that. This game was phenomenal on the offensive end. Let's talk about what this team can look like when it's all flushed out on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, media member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, Josh Giddy drops a triple-double in Madison Square Garden again. SGA almost has 40 points in the Thunder, roll the Knicks, and all around a lot of optimism around OKC after that game. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNBA. I want to thank you so much for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball for your next listen, go check out the Locked On Today podcast and subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms, including on YouTube. It's all free, so subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're going to start today the way we always do with our game overview. The Thunder, of course, without Chet Holmgren for the entire season. Darius Baisley missed this game again. Baisley has that ankle injury. Usman Jang was out. Eugenio Marui was out. Jay Will and Lindy Waters are both there, but DNP CDs and Mitchell Robinson for the Knicks was out. The Thunder starters, SGA, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, Poku, and JRE. The five most minute getters were SGA, Josh Giddy, JRE, Lou Dort, and Aaron Wiggins. Trey Mann left this game with back tightness uh, and back soreness. They play again tomorrow in Boston, so monitor that very closely. And tomorrow, the Blue also play the Ignite, which is going to be a look at Scoot Henderson in Bricktown. So if you are in OKC, head on over to Brick, head on over to Paycom Center and uh, watch Scoot Henderson live and in person. The biggest thing from this game was the SGA Josh Giddy duo, and was watching that pairing offensively. Let's start with SGA, who dropped 37 points, including a 21 point third quarter. Whenever you watch SGA, it's just a constant reminder of how frustrating it has to be to have to defend 
SGA. Like, could you imagine if your job was to show up and guard SGA? I mean, go play, uh, go play 2K, uh, you know, and, and play against SGA in 2K. Like, he can just do unseemly things at the rim that you just cannot defend, and it's like that in real life. Like, it is crazy to these rim finishes and the way that he can contort his body and slow down time and use his body, you know, as a shield from him to the rim to not get blocked. Use that length to get through defenses and just absorb contact and finish at the rim. 37 points in this one, a 21-point quarter, five rebounds, eight assists, three steals, two blocks. He went two for three from three-point land, 59% from the floor, some fantastic passes as well. He's top 15 in the NBA in blocks per game, and he's a guard. As a top 15 blocks per game member, he's a guard. Nine for 10 from the free throw line. And in this game, you really saw what he can do as an overall player. It's important to know just how little that the Thunder have had Shea and Giddy available. They have not played that many games together. They have not played that many possessions together. They've not played that many minutes together. Whatever increment of time you want to use, it's not been enough. It's not been it's not been enough at all to make any sort of assumptions or any sort of judgment. And so when things look clunky, people want to race out to, oh my gosh, can SGA and Josh Giddy work? These things take time. These things are going to have ups and they're going to have downs. And I used the example of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I mean, last year at this time, you know, right around Thanksgiving, right around Christmas, there were debates if Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown can work out. And then the Celtics had a fantastic second half of the season, went to the NBA Finals, and now uh, they're cooking. And that was after the Celtics had had playoff success with those two guys and had been uh, you know, in the league four, five, six years together. This is all brand new for the Thunder and SGA and Josh Kinney. They hardly got to play a lot together last year. And what you saw tonight was how they can thrive together. It's SGA setting off ball screens and getting himself open and and Josh Kitty facilitating. It is Josh Kitty hitting some of his threes in this one. Only missed one, and that was a heat check, uh, kind of fake, you know, ball fake, stepped back, uh, heat check three that he took. Other than that, though, really good. And it was the team around him knocking down shots. Now, the team around them are not going to shoot 60% from three every single night, not even close to it, but they have to be better than what they've been so far this season. And the Thunder drafted a guy in Chet Holmgren who shot 40% from three last year. They hired a guy in Chip England who is respected and regarded as the best shot doctor and three-point shooting coach and shooting coach overall in the NBA. So they've invested in that. And and, and whenever that three-point shot looks good, surprise, surprise, this duo looks good together. This pairing looks good together. But SGA just continues to look like not only an all-star. Like at this point, the all-star's the given. He looks like an all-NBA player. And we keep kicking the can down the road, right? Small sample size. Let's keep giving it time. Let's keep giving it time. Let's just see what happens. We're approaching a benchmark here. You know, we, we, We've got the 10-game benchmark out of the way. Another benchmark is Thanksgiving. 
Another benchmark is Christmas. Another benchmark, of course, is the All-Star break. Like, you've gotten that first plateau out of the way, and he's still doing it. He's still playing like an All-NBA level. No sign of slowing down anytime soon. I think he'll reach that second benchmark with uh, Thanksgiving, you know, being another target date. Like, SGA is just playing at an All-NBA level. He's playing at an MVP level, honestly. He looks like a superstar. He looks like a superstar that is going to be able to be built around. And the Thunder have envisioned this this entire time. Now, it's happened uh, rapidly, but the Thunder have a guy in SGA who can conform to his environment. If you need SGA to be a ball-dominant isolation guy that, that kind of stops everything and is, is heliocentric, he can do that. He can also, though, play off-ball. He can also play in a three-guard lineup like he saw with his first year in OKC. He can also score as a kind of a cutter or as a catch-and-shoot guy or uh, kind of being set up by his teammates. Like, he can do everything. And now you've also got him playing defense at a very crucial level. So it is just jaw-dropping to watch SGA play in these settings and play in these games in kind of have all of that materialize. Because when we've been talking this whole rebuild about you've got to find your star, you've got to find your star. SGA is your star, and you've still got two guys with a lot of upside, plus the 2023 pick, plus all of your future draft capital. You've got a superstar in SGA. You've got one. You need two or three in the NBA to win. you got Chet Holmgren, who a lot of people think has star power. you got Josh Giddy, who just keeps getting triple doubles and frustrating opponents and has potential himself at only 20 years old, and you have a mountain of draft picks still. This game was just a snapshot of what the future of the Thunder can look like. Again, they're not going to shoot 60% from three tomorrow against Boston or the rest of this week. But with three-point improvement to above league average and to higher watermarks than they're at right now, then that makes the job of Josh Giddey and SGA so much easier and allows them to coexist so much better. And that's why you've seen the Thunder invest in three-point shooting over this last summer. They'll continue to do that this upcoming summer. And they know, I believe they know, that this is their pathway to winning. Your pathway to winning is by going to LinkedIn. This podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs, folks. LinkedIn Jobs is incredible. You need to try them out today. These days, every new potential hire can really feel like a high-stakes game and a wager for your small business, you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Check it out today and then post your job using the hashtag we're hiring frame on your LinkedIn profile to spread awareness and spread the word that you're hiring. They have simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to stay focused and have candidates with the right skills and experience for you. That way you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and then, of course, who you'd like to hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn number one on delivering qualified hires versus the leading competitors. Go to LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find qualified employees faster that you want to talk to right now. Go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedInMBA. That's linkedin.com slash LockedInMBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. 
We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Thunderpod. Email the show, Thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by LinkedIn, we're diving into this fun game against the Knicks. Be sure you subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Every single morning, we're here for you talking Thunder basketball on YouTube and all other podcasting platforms. Subscribe. It's all free uh, wherever you get your podcast from. Well, we talked SGA, who dropped 37 points and did not hardly play in the fourth quarter. Could have had a 40-piece if if the game warranted it. He was mesmerizing in, in that third quarter to score 21 points in the frame. But Josh Giddy was really good. And folks, I've tried to tell you, he had that ankle injury that held him out for about a week, and then people were quick to raise concern, raise issue with the way that he played in his first couple games back. But I told you, he's a young player. He's going to figure it out. He's going to get more comfortable getting away from that injury. And these last three games have shown that. But especially tonight, in MSG, I even tweeted it out. Uh, I tweeted out how it's fun to watch young players go play in MSG because there's just something about playing in the Mecca that gets young players really excited and, and playing at their best of their ability. And Josh Giddy goes for 24 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds, and only three turnovers with just one foul charged to him defensively. He went two for three from three. Again, the one missed three was a heat check. Um, the floater was working all night for Josh Giddy. He only missed three shots all game inside the arc. He shot 71% from the floor. This is his second ever game at Madison Square Garden and his second triple-double at Madison Square Garden. He and Wilt Chamberlain are the only players in the NBA to lock a triple-double in the first two games played at Madison Square Garden. The Thunder offense, led by SGA, led by Josh Giddy, scored their most points since 2018, January 20th, 2018. This game had the Thunder clicking on all cylinders offensively. And you saw what the writing on the wall can be for this duo. With Josh Giddy, it was impressive to see him finish at the rim at such a high clip and kind of use his new newfound body, newfound strength that he's worked on all offseason to the best of his ability. Whenever you were watching this game, it just felt like any floater, any hook shot that he put up just was not going to miss. He just, he was on offensively. And then he made those dazzling passes that he like the cross court passes, uh, having high velo on his passes was awesome. in this one, this thunder team played a fast tempo an aggressive tempo, which they want to do. And that's why that they were building this team around a bunch of playmakers and a bunch of guys who can, um, run and handle the ball and grab and go off the board. Uh, and also once again, they had, they had opportunities where, off of a made shot, they're pushing it and creating a fast break transition point off of a made shot by the Knicks 
Uh, they did that on multiple occasions in this one. And the Thunder, they took the punch. Like the first quarter punch landed for the Knicks. They, 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 they got up for this game. The Knicks did. It was a noon tip-off in New York. Uh, the Thunder had been there the night before, and it looked like they were dragging. It looked like, you know, NYC nightlife got to them a little bit. That was the jokes being made on Twitter um, throughout the first quarter. And the Thunder responded. They, they got down, what, 13 points in the first frame. Uh, the, the Knicks set a franchise record for 48 points in that first frame, and yet the Thunder still were able to take the lead, regain the lead, and win this game and, and set watermarks here offensively. Like That kind of mentality and ability to weather the storm, both as a coaching staff, as players, those are the things that you know, we might forget about when the year is over with. We might forget this game happened in New York. We might forget the game against Toronto. We might forget the individual nitty-gritty performances from each of these games. But big picture-wise, these are the things that stack up and you can reflect back to, um, you know, in two years or three years from now, whenever the Thunder are getting over that hump and getting into um, these these contending moments. Now, who knows what the rest of the season holds? Um, I, I don't. I want to caution everyone from being reactionary, just like I did after they lost three, four straight games, right? This is the same team that, that um, you know, lost a tough one in Detroit, lost a tough one to the Bucks, and then all of a sudden found it on Friday night against Toronto. Like, these things are going to be fluid, um, up and down, so don't kind of crown this team as a playing team after these last two games, but also don't be afraid to embrace these two games. These were very fun games where this young team showed you their potential, but they'll get more consistent as they get older, as they get more mature, as they get more games under their belt together, as they get more comfortable with each other. Uh, this is a big game Monday against the Celtics. Um, how do they react to playing a noon game in New York, going on the road for the second leg of a back-to-back, playing in another garden, the TD Garden in Boston? Uh, maybe Josh Key just loves playing in gardens. Maybe what we should do is we should rename the Paycom Center to the Paycom Garden, and Josh Giddy will just light it up and, and have a Wilt Chamberlain numbers each and every night. Who knows? But uh, it'll be a fun to watch this team uh, play. But I think that the the bigger thing here is is just looking at the way that Josh Giddy and SGA played together, and why I've been stressing the three point shot, and why I've been stressing, hey, let's not let's not worry about what this pair can be because this pair can look really good this year or really bad this year. Like, let's just say, for example, that this duo looks incredible for the rest of the season. However many games are left, 70, 68, 69 games left, whatever it is. They just look incredible. Like They just look, look like gangbusters. Well, that is going to change come opening night next year when you're adding in another element of Chet, uh, uh, of a, of a Chet Holmgren and you're adding in another uh, talented 2023 pick. Just as if they look awful the rest of this year, which I don't think will happen, but if they do look awful the rest of this year, that is all going to change once you add in Chet Holmgren, who, by the way, didn't have a boot on in New York and was, was taking uh, taking warm-up shots uh, in New York without a boot on. There's a few videos of that circulating on Twitter uh, from fans that were there. Go check it out. Um, th- that was awesome encouraging. I still think it'll be out for the year. But, of course, it's just fun to see these little tidbits of improvement from his rehab and recovery um, along the way for uh, Chet Holmgren. But with Chet Holmgren being back in the fold, that'll change the dynamic of this. But it's good still to see that this thing can work whenever the teammates around them are making their shots and making their threes, and it spaces the floor for both of them, who both are going to be a playmakers who score primarily at the rim and in the mid-range. Like, it's going to be really good to see kind of what they can do. And, of course, Josh Giddy, He's still 20 years old. He goes two for three, should be two for two. 
from three in this game, but had that heat check. You know, he goes two for three from in this game. He's improved his three-point percentage this year already. He'll get another full season to work with um, Chip England, get another full summer to work with Chip England, uh, uh, you know, the first full summer to work with Chip England. Like, we are just scratching the surface on all of this. This is all just so bare bones, base level, that I cannot wait to see what it looks like when you add a year or two or three-year layer to all of this concoction of of players and these conglomerate of players that the Thunder have put together. So it's going to be fun. Subscribe to Locked on Thunder so you don't miss an episode about it. But coming up, let's talk Lou Dort, who built upon his good game on Friday. Let's talk Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And let's just talk about just how wacky this game was as a whole. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online, folks. Bet Online is incredible, and it has everything that you're looking for as your number one source for sports betting info, stats, and news. Check it out today. Get the prop bets, get the odds, get the trending lines, get the previews, everything you need, podcast, news articles for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. Go there right now for the latest sport podcast as well as news. Betonline.net has you covered this year with their odds. Folks, type in betonline.net, go to their sports book. It's this easy. You can bet on Monday Night Football tonight, which is Washington against Philadelphia. Washington is 10.5 point underdogs on the road in Philadelphia. You can bet on Thursday Night Football already, which is the Titans and the, and the Packers. The Titans are 2.5 point underdogs in Green Bay. Check it out today. Bet online where the sports start. Go check them out today. BetOnline.net. That is odds, news, and scores around sports. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by LinkedIn. We're diving into the Oklahoma City Thunder having a massive win on the road in the morning against the New York Knicks. Wow, it was interesting to see this team play against the Knicks at 11 a.m. in Madison Square Garden. It's exactly what they did. And Lou Dort continued to build upon his game against Toronto. Another thing that I've been saying this entire season is, look, it's rough and you feel bad for him and it's just not good. It's not going his way. But Lou Dort struggled the first 10 games of the season. Let's see what it looks like the next 10 games and the next 10 games. And so far... Really good game against Toronto. Really good game here against New York. 24 points, three rebounds, a block, 72% from uh, from the floor. Two for five, which is 40% from the three-point line, which was really good to see from Lou Dort. He did his job in this one. Did get hit with five fouls. So the fouling is still up team-wide, really. 
which Mark expects to come down at some point and kind of regress back to the mean at some point. But overall, this is a good game from Lou Dort. This is how you want to see Lou Dort play offensively and really find his role, kind of find his groove on the offensive end. Hopefully these shots continue to fall for him. Had some really nice drives in this one, really nice decision-making at the rim in this one. Um, overall, really good game. Alexei Pokashevsky continues to play well, and his corner shooting looks real. I want to give it more time. I don't want to rush this, but Poku in the corner shooting 43%. Overall, from three, Poku has improved his three-point shot by 5%. In the corner, Poku has improved his three-point shot by 11%. He's shooting, he had 12 points in this one, three assists, two blocks. Uh, I should say one block, two uh, rebounds, and a steal. Two for four from the th- uh, three-point line, 62% from the floor. Poku just plays really good basketball now as a rotational piece and, and as somebody who looks the part of an NBA player. And that is such a quantum leap from where he was in years past. And you have to remember that you know Poku is old in games played alone. Like His age is, is like, what, 20 years old? I think he's going to be 21 uh, like the day after Christmas, I believe he's going to be 21, the day after Christmas. Like, he is still a young guy that still has to find his his role in the NBA. He's 20 years old, almost 21 years old, coming from the second division overseas, uh, barely, you know, you know, in a new country, new place, barely is is big enough to play in the NBA. You know, you know, he's still putting on weight, still putting on his frame, and... He's already made this much improvement and this much and this much stride. Many people said he was two years away from being two years away of coming to the NBA, and he was here right away. Uh, and yes, it didn't look good right away, and it's just now turning the corner for him. But it's nice to see how good Poku's played in this season. Jeremiah Robinson looked awesome: seventeen points, seven rebounds, three for four from three, seventy-seven percent from the floor. Um, he just plays a good brand of basketball for a team that needs spacing, especially as that stretch five. Isaiah Joe looked toolsy, more tools than a Bob the Builder tool shed. Like 16 points, eight, uh, 16 re- uh, minutes, eight points, two assists, uh, two steals, three rebounds, two for five from three, and 50% overall from the floor. When Isaiah Joe gets opportunity, he has production. He came in and sparked the Thunder whenever they needed the most. That first quarter was not going their way. The first quarter looked like it was slipping away from the Thunder. Mark puts in Isaiah Joe. Isaiah Joe gives you almost 17 quality minutes of action throughout this game. Specifically, to in the first and the start of the second quarter, uh, Isaiah Joe was awesome. So I'm interested to see kind of how this starts to take shape over the next few games, especially tomorrow. Whenever it's an all-hands-on-deck game, you're going to have to go deep into your rotation, which Mark is no stranger to doing, uh, to, to kind of patchwork your way through a second game in as many nights, and this time against Boston, uh, kind of how that looks for OKC. Now, J-Dub, just really good in transition. He had eight points. Played really good defense, but the highlight to me was how good he is as a transition offensive threat, uh, and that showed up in this game. The Thunder win this game 145-135. to 135. The Thunder had uh, five in double figures. The Knicks had six in double figures. OKC once led by 19 points. The Knicks once led by 13. There was only one lead change this entire game, but three times this game was tied. OKC won the rebounding battle by two, but uncharacteristically, again, the Thunder lost the turnover battle. The Thunder had 19 turnovers. The Knicks had 13. The Thunder lost points in the paint, 74 to uh, 66. The Thunder lost second chance points, 17 to 7. And the Thunder tied in fast break category, 14 to 14. Here's the big kicker. The Knicks had a franchise record 
48 points in the first quarter. The Thunder had 43 points in the second and the third quarter. Uh, each had 43 points in each quarter. And the Thunder shot 62% from the floor, 54% from three, and 90% at the line. This is going to be one of their better uh, shooting games, obviously, in, in all three levels. They were, have not been shooting the ball well from the free throw line of late. It's kind of been hovering in the 70s, and uh, you want that more in the 80s, hopefully, as you progress. And then shooting 54% from three with this team is incredible, and then 62% also is fantastic. At one point, the Thunder were flirting with the best ever they, they've ever shot in their history, uh, which was very fun to watch uh, throughout the course of this game. As the three-point number goes up, though, and it's not going to be as dramatic as 54%, but getting that closer to 37% a night, maybe 40% a night if you're lucky, you know, uh, for, you know, 35% a night if, you know, if, if you're right there. Like that type of stuff right there, you know, 35 to 40% per night from three, that will lead to more success for your franchise cornerstones and SGA and Josh Giddy. And so I want to see how that number can rise throughout the rest of this season. The bet of the day was OKC plus five. That obviously hit. MVP of this game, I could not decide. I put a poll up on Twitter to let you decide. You guys decided SGA, but of course, Josh Giddy deserves a hat tip. So here's what's on deck for Locked On Thunder. Your schedule the rest of the week. Tuesday, we're going to recap that Celtics game. Wednesday, we're going to have a mailbag podcast answering your questions. Thursday, we're going to recap the Wizards game. And then Friday, we're going to scout Scoot Henderson and talk NBA draft. I'll watch Scoot Henderson in person Monday and Wednesday as the Blue take on the Ignite. So I'm going to tell you what I saw on Friday about Scoot this season and about some fun college basketball stuff before the uh, holiday tournaments start to kick off and tip off, and we'll preview all those as well. So make sure you're here. The way that you be here is by subscribing for free to YouTube or any other podcasting platform that you listen to. It's all free. You'll get a podcast every single morning talking Thunder basketball and after every single game. So make sure you subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.